0: romans chapter 10 and from verse 11 the bible says the scripture says no one who believes in him will be put to shame there is no distinction between jew and greek the same lord is lord of all enriching all who call upon him for everyone who calls on the name of the lord will be saved But how can they call on him in whom they have not believed? How can they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone to preach? Praise God. And then we are going to read again the book of Psalms, chapter 25. And verse three, the Bible says, "No one is disgraced who waits for you. Only those who, <coughs> only those who lightly break faith. No one is disgraced who waits for you. Only those who lightly break faith. Praise God." And then we have again. The Book of Daniel chapter 3, and we're going to read um, verse 23. But these three fell bound into the midst of the white hot furnace, they walked about in the flames, singing to God and blessing the Lord singing to God and blessing the Lord. It is about the fiery furnace that Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego were thrown into. The Bible records these three fell bound into the midst of the white hot furnace. The next verse says they walked about in the flames, singing to God and blessing the Lord. Praise God. Then we have um, the tenth station of the way of the cross um, this is Matthew 27 33 to 35 arriving at Golgotha the place they call Skull Hill they offered him a mild bean killer a mixer of wine and milk but when he tasted it he wouldn't drink it after they whiled away the time by throwing dice for his clothes because um, This station is a reflection of how they stripped off the garments of Jesus. How his garments were stripped and they threw dice for the clothes. So let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you, we worship you and throne you. We glorify your holy name. Thank you, Lord, for your word this morning. Thank you. this word you have given us, help us to um, have our mind fixed on you, our eyes help us to have our mind focused on you our eyes fixed on you, our hearts transformed by this word, it's just something new Lord that is going to help us to grow in the knowledge of you and in wisdom and to be transformed from inside out. In Jesus' name we pray, Thanksgiving, Amen. So, the topic for this meditation and reflection is another Easter reflection is no more shame. No more shame. No more shame. We have read uh, different scriptures that are going to guide us into this reflection. And we began by reading a scripture that reminds us, you know, who the Lord is. That no one who believes in him will be put to shame. And one of the major reasons is why we had to do that reflection about um, the road to Calvary, the way of the cross. That Jesus took away our shame. So no more shame. And how did that happen when he was stripped of his garments? Um, technically it is a, a situation or a circumstance that is supposed to bring shame to the Lord. They undress the body of the Lord and they even cast lots on them. You know, and it means that even the, everything that Jesus had to go through on the road of Calvary was for our own sake. And if it was for our own sake, then definitely the direct effects we have direct effects trickling down upon us upon our lives so when we know then we embrace it with open arms and then we allow the word of God to become alive in us so those who place their trust in him shall never be ashamed because shame is not our portion Jesus already had to go through a situation of shame so that. When we get to that point where any situation is presented to us that could actually bring shame to us or in our lives, but we do what the Bible says here. Uh, it says, Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Salvation, it is um, the gift that the Lord is giving us, that has given us by dying on the cross. Which changes our circumstance, changes our situation, changes who we are, changes everything around us. When we look to him, when we call on him, then he comes to change that situation, that circumstance in our life. He comes to change our disposal and helps us to be able to be transformed by his word. You see, when the Bible records that how can they call on him in whom they have not believed and how can they believe in him whom they have not heard how can they hear without someone preaching um you see we have john 3 16 which is the one that crowns the reason upon which jesus came to earth which says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So it means if we believe in Jesus, if you and I believe in Jesus, if you and I believe Jesus is the Son of God, if you and I believe that Jesus came to die for our sake, if you and I believe that Jesus has the answers to all our problems, if you and I believe that Jesus is in charge and in control of every situation in our life then it means there is no situation or circumstance that can actually intimidate or undermine us because we can look up to him we um, are reminded that He is above every situation he's above every circumstance for that reason he is a savior of the world so every station every moment that jesus walked the road to calvary was not for himself but for you and I and when we come to the knowledge of who Jesus is and what he has done for us whose we are and why he did it so if we belong to him then we uh, have the the ability to be able to embrace embrace the victory that Jesus gave us on the road to Calvary that gave us on the cross that gave us When he died on the cross and said, it is finished. It means that everything that we would never have managed to come out of to do, would never have managed to find answers to is finished. So Jesus comes to establish a new life, a new order, a new way of thinking, a new way of perception, a new way of embracing, a new way, a new thing, a new thing. Redemption is a new thing. Salvation is a new thing. It is not a temporary thing. It is a permanent solution. Permanent solution. So the Bible says that those who place their trust in Him will never be ashamed shamed so when we place our trust in him it doesn't matter what it is that we are facing or will come to our way it means that these situations will come it means that moments will come in our lives when they present to us a, a situation of shame you know but when we look to Jesus when we call on Jesus he is able to transform every situation that seems to intimidate or undermine us and use it for the glory of his name remember there is a Romans 828 of us that I love very much that says that all things are bound to work for good for those who love the Lord and those who are called according to his purpose so if he are conforms to his will we are conformed to his will and his purpose for our lives we seek him and we love him and we seek to do his will then everything will work for our own good and in our favor it doesn't matter how bad or how tough the situation might seem or might be but he has the power to overturn and overrule them because he is God and that is why We just read uh, the book of Psalms, saying that, when we read the book of Psalms uh, 25, verse 3, that no one is disgraced who waits for the Lord, only those who lightly break faith, only those who lightly break faith. So if we don't lightly break faith, then we are bound to experience the goodness of God. We are bound to experience the victory that Jesus died to give us because he is faithful and he's a good god and then uh, we have a situation that has been presented to us about three hebrew teenagers who were israelites they had experienced the power of god they had known what god can do because they knew from the victory that he gave them when they came from egypt the many stories that had been told to them so even when they were in this land of slavery slavery they knew that uh, the god of israel was the true god the god of abraham the god of joseph the god of um uh jacob was a true god so when they were presented with a situation of worshiping another god king nebuchadnezzar said that if anyone does not bow to him, then they have to be thrown into a fiery furnace and this is a story that is going to reveal to us that if we place our trust in God we will never be ashamed. He will always do everything in our favor and he can overturn and turn situations around that we did not even expect. So these Hebrew teenagers uh, they chose to uh, worship God they said we cannot worship an idol and the most interesting thing is they said even if our god does not rescue us we will not bow to this image you know and the most interesting thing is the bible records that they were thrown into the fire because a fire was created and they were thrown into the fire Verse 17 of uh, Daniel chapter 3 says, If our God who we serve, can save us from the white-hot furnace and from your hands, O king, may he save us. But even if He will not know, O king, that we will not serve your God or worship the golden statue which you set up. So they had made that decision. And then we are told how. They were thrown into the fire. Verse twenty-three and twenty-five says, "They walked about in the flames, singing to God and blessing the Lord." So it means, so it means that um, they were thrown into the fiery furnace. And with that conviction and decision, is because they knew this were to be true. That if we trust in the Lord, we'll never be ashamed. And from the experiences they had gone through and they knew that the word of God is alive and is active. So, they are not ashamed or afraid of what was going to happen because you see, when you believe in he who God says he is, when you believe in the word of God, then it means whatever befalls us um, will be for our own good and for the glory of his name. These men were thrown into the fire, tied together. They fell into the fire, but the Bible records that they walked about in the flames, singing to God and blessing the Lord, praise God. So this is how, this is how, this is how when we know the God we serve, that we need to live our lives, that it doesn't matter. The circumstances that present themselves to us, or what happens, or what we go through. But as long as Jesus walked the road to Calvary, as long as Jesus died for us as long as jesus is alive as long as he died and resurrected then we have to glorify him even in our affliction we have to glorify him even in our pain we have to glorify him even in our sorrow because only he is worthy situations change imagine we know verse 49 says that the angel of the Lord went down into the furnace with uh, Azaria and his companions, drove the fiery flames out of the furnace. made the inside of the furnace, as though a dew-laden breeze were blowing through it, the fire in no way touched them or caused them pain or harm. These three in the furnace with one voice sang, glorifying and blessing God what is it that God cannot do what is it that God cannot do what is that circumstance that he cannot change that he cannot transform what is it that Jesus did not die for what is that situation in your life and in my life as we ask ourselves and question ourselves what is it that jesus did not die for that you can put a finger and say oh this one i have to deal with it what is it that tries to you know block our mind block our hearts block us from receiving that grace of god from accepting and believing god and believing that if we trust in him we will never be ashamed not in this life not in the next life because he is the eternal god he is the alpha he is the omega he rules in heaven and rules on the earth the bible reminds us that his throne is in heaven and the earth is his first tool that is how mighty god is that is how great god is i mean May the Lord help us to be able to trust him, to be able to believe in him, that no matter what comes our way, whether we know it before, whether we see it, whether we cannot see it, to believe in him and know that he has all the power all the majesty all the splendor everything has been entrusted in him on him and he is here to help us Jesus would not have died on the cross of Calvary if he was gonna do it for himself why because he did not have to he had no sin well we have to remind ourselves that he died for us he died so we can live in victory he died So we can trust in Him and believe in Him and receive Him. He died so that our lives can be transformed. He died so that we can have a new life in Him. May the Lord help us to live in the new life that He has called us into. May the Lord help us to be able to embrace the new life that He has given us as a new creation. That no matter what circumstances present themselves to us, even if they don't change, he expects us to embrace what he died to give us to become a new creation in him a creation that jesus dwells in their hearts you know for him to come and dwell in our hearts dwell in our lives dwell with us become the good shepherd that he is that david talked about that the lord is my shepherd therefore i shall want nothing to believe that beyond every doubtful doubt that whatever we need whatever it is that we are in need of whether before we know it while we know it and after we don't even know the Lord knows and sees everything. Before we call him he already knows what we need. While we are talking to him while you are calling on him he knows exactly what he needs to do so those moments of being frustrated that our prayers are not answered according to our own desire or perception or ideas are gone those moments when we get you know um bow down because the situations in our lives are not changing are gone with jesus dying and resurrecting on the cross of Calvary. why because we know now it is not about us it is about him the situation might change if he will see to change it will change if he does not change the situation then he will give us the grace that we need to go through that situation so what do we do we just need to allow his word his grace his presence to change our perception and know that nothing has power over us only he has power over us. He is God and he is worthy. He is able. He is a king of kings. He is a lord of lords. He is a most high God. He is a mighty God. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond. He is God. I mean, he is our everything. Christ is all in all. If he protected these three Hebrew teenagers from burning in a fiery furnace, And they knew exactly what they needed to do, to walk in the fire and praise God. When the fire of affliction comes to us, then we have to learn from these guys that just walk in that fire and praise God. His presence, his power, his majesty, his provision will give us the grace that we need to walk in that fire and not to be burned. If he did it for these three Hebrew teenagers, and the Bible says that the angel of the Lord went down into the furnace and drove the fiery flames out of the furnace it is possible that god can do that too in our lives but what matters is are we focused on him have we got our eyes fixed on him are we have we chosen you know like do we choose every day to live for Him, to praise Him, to honor Him through every situation that is a sacrifice of worship that the Lord has spoken about in the book of Psalms, Psalms um, 50, offer sacrifice of worship and give thanks to God. So we pray that the Lord will help us to be able to embrace what it is that He has taught us this morning and to remind us that if we place our trust in him, we will never be ashamed. If, that is verse 14 of Psalms chapter 50, that says, Offer praise as your sacrifice to God, fulfill your vows to the Most High. Call on me in time of distress, I will rescue you, and you shall honor me. That seems it's like um, what happened to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The Lord rescued them while they were in that fiery furnace and they were offering the sacrifice of worship everything around them was had presented itself as a no worship zone. Why? Because the I mean being in a fiery furnace is not an easy place to be in but they made a decision before they even got into the fire while they were in the fire that they were going to praise God, they were going to worship God and the Lord no wonder he sent an angel to go and sort out that man made fire and what remained was their believe and faith in God, in a God who saves us, in our affliction, in a God who saves us, in our circumstance, and Jesus has died to do that very thing. So we embrace this salvation, we embrace the fact that we suffer no shame, not when we believe in Jesus, not when we um, trust in Him, not when we are And we have accepted him to be the Lord of our lives. And we have embraced uh, the new creation that he has given us. No, we cannot suffer shame. So with Thanksgiving, we offer our prayers to God. Lord Jesus, with Thanksgiving, we offer our prayers to you. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for teaching us something new. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us that you died to set us free from any situation that might bring shame in our lives like you did in the life of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. Lord Jesus, there's nothing you cannot do, nothing you cannot change. In fact, you're reminding us that if we place our trust in you, we'll never be ashamed. Help us never to worry about any moment of shame that might present itself in our lives, but to trust that your word is true, that your will is perfect, and your will for us is to be able to experience your goodness in our lives for the greater glory of your name and for our own good. Help us, Lord, to offer our lives, to offer our day, to offer, to offer everything that pertains and, and concerns us to you, And especially those moments that have presented themselves to us as a moment of shame. And to trust that if we believe in you, then we will never suffer shame in any area of our life because of your faithfulness. Lord, you will always reveal who you are. You will always reveal who you are and whose we are because we know now that we belong to you. Otherwise, you would never have come to suffer for us. You would never have come to die for us. You died because you love us. You died to reveal to us the love and the heart of the Father, the abounding, abounding heart of the Father, a heart full of love that you may be redeemed from anything and everything that might try to intimidate and oppress us so that we can live as a new creation. Help us to live as a new creation for the greater glory of your name. It is in Jesus' name we pray thanksgiving. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.